Hi and welcome to Let Spirit Lead. I'm Cecil Williams and in today's episode I'll be sharing with you how you can find the solutions to any problems in your life and also why it will never work when you try to use the universe as your own personal genie to grant you all your wishes. At least it won't work for very long. And instead I'm going to reveal to you what actually does work. At the end of the episode I'll also share where you can find two guided meditations that will help you implement some of these teachings so you can find the positive solutions and insights you need in order for you to heal and expand your consciousness. So let's head over to this episode now. Have you ever been filled with so much guilt over something you did you just couldn't forgive yourself for this horrific thing? Perhaps you did something really stupid Maybe when you were younger, we tend to do that when we're younger, and now you beat yourself up for it. Or maybe it was that you lost your cool with someone you love, and you said some harsh things you now regret. And then you're sitting here feeling absolutely awful, as you can see that your actions hurt others. And you just can't forgive yourself. It's like you feel so bad. The guilt is really having its way with you. It's like you feel you don't even deserve forgiveness. So you use the guilt as a way to beat yourself up. Ever experienced that? I certainly have. Now, A Course in Miracles says that in your divine essence, you are totally pure, filled with light and eternal love. That's the real you. So anything you did that you felt was bad or wrong, you only did when you listened to the eager mind. So in those moments when you judged or accused or blamed or was filled with anger or hatred or you did something really stupid, you were just hallucinating, caught in a bad dream where you'd forgotten the truth of who you are. And that's why, according to the Course, you don't need to be forgiven for anything. You just need to be awakened. It's your sleeping mind that dreams that you've hurt others or that they have hurt you. But none of those actions were from the real you or from the real them. Any of those actions were just taken when we listened to the wrong voice, the ego's voice, which we can only listen to when we are sleeping. And as long as we are dreaming this crazy dream, we are convinced that what we see in our dream is real And that's why it's so important to awaken, as it's only then that we can become aware of that none of those actions we took when we were caught in that nightmare had any effect on the real reality, so our spiritual reality. The Course says that only fantasies seem to change our reality, as that is their purpose, but they don't change the real reality. They can only seem to change the perception of reality in a mind that would have reality be different than it is. And as long as we fight against reality, we keep on dreaming up this world of illusions that we try to make real with the thoughts we choose to focus on. Okay, so I know that that's a bit of a mind bender, that one. So let me explain it in a different way. When we have thoughts such as that our partner should be more attentive or our mother should be more understanding or our friend should be more caring, then we make them into the villains in our dream, blaming them for why we are not at peace. And we then try to change them to become 
how we think they need to be in order for us to be happy. And that will never, ever work. Ever had someone trying to change you? How did you feel about that? I guess you didn't like it very much, and that's the thing. No one likes to be changed. So it will never, ever work. And then when we can't change them, we get frustrated and annoyed. We might even become bitter and resentful, especially if we feel they've done something that really wounded us and they still don't change and they don't realize what they've done. They don't say sorry. And there we are thinking, if they could just say sorry, then I would be happy. And they never say sorry because they're still sleeping. In their world, in their dream, they haven't done anything wrong. So there you are sitting, waiting for this apology that will never happen. You'll never get it. And you then might end up feeling very bitter and resentful. And we then also might consider severing our relationship with some of the people in our lives. But when we instead recognize that there is only one of us here, so we then turn those thoughts around. So instead of thinking that our partner should be more attentive, we look at how we could be more attentive to our partner and how we could also be more attentive to ourselves. And instead of feeling that our mother should be more understanding, we look at how we can be more understanding with our mother and how we can be more understanding with ourselves. And as we do this, we then realize that the only thing that is ever missing in any situation that we feel a conflict around is what we ourselves are not giving. By the way, what you yourself is not giving doesn't mean that you It's always about what you're giving to somebody else. It can also be what you're not giving to yourself. And as we get that, as we truly get that, we let go of our fantasies that others should be different than they are and that life should be different than it is and that we should be different than we are. And instead, we start to just accept and embrace where we are right now. We find peace in the present moment. And when we do that, when we truly do that, We start to notice the joy that is actually present in that moment within us. Just like it was when we were little. You know, you hang around a little toddler and they are always happy. Apart from when they're hungry or sad. But, you know, generally speaking, they are living in the present moment. They're happy. They can look at a flower for hours and they find it fascinating. Because the joy is always available to us in every moment. No matter what is going on in the outside world, there is always joy to be found. You can be deep in debt, so the thought that you should have more money could be so powerful for you. and You can get yourself into such a spin that this thought is true and then feel frustrated and anxious and angry with yourself that you have these debts. And you can use that as a justification for not feeling peaceful. For how could you possibly... Be still enough to find peace when your debts are so huge and wherever you look, you just see bills coming in. But when you're finally, finally willing to let it all go, so you hand all your debts over to Spirit, trusting that God is your provider, that you are always sustained by Spirit, that you live in an abundant universe, and as you do that, something miraculous happens. You start to feel peaceful inside. The outer world hasn't changed but your inner world has. And from this change in your inner world, your outer world will soon reflect this change as everything in your life mirrors back to you your inner world. So if you're in debt, just keep surrendering, keep on trusting that you are sustained by God, 
that spirit always provides that the universe has your back and as you relax into this, you allow for the solution to flow into your awareness as spirit knows the solution to any problems you have. Same if you have a health issue where you're constantly finding proof for why you are in poor health. Perhaps you're lacking in energy, you ache, you might have a diagnosis and all of this becomes part of your evidence for why this is your reality. But the more you focus on the symptoms and the proofs for your lack of health, the worse you feel. Just as the more you focus on your financial debts, the worse you feel. And eventually you've had enough. So you finally hand it all over to spirit. All the symptoms, all the pain, all the frustration with your body, all the bitterness that this is your reality now, all the fear, all the anxiety. You just hand it all over. And as you do, the same miracle happens. You start to feel peaceful inside, even in the middle of being in enormous pain. Because you recognize that you, the real you, are not a body. You are a divine eternal being and in your divine essence, you are whole, you are well and you are full of life. Whenever you fight reality, wanting it to be something it isn't, You end up denying yourself this connection with the truth of who you truly are. So you end up feeling everything but peaceful. But when you instead hand everything over to spirit, then you'll be guided back to peace where you start to see the truth of what is. So you may still be in physical pain, but now you're also connected with an inner peace that is free from physical pain. And this inner peace is your real home. And the more you connect with it, the less stress you feel. And the easier your body can actually be brought back to as much well-being that it's capable of expressing in that moment. Because the mind isn't fighting it anymore. Instead, the mind is aligned with truth, rather than becoming caught in fantasies of either worst-case scenarios or how the mind thinks life should be. Same if you hand over all your financial worries to spirit, and as you then allow yourself to relax into the deep inner knowing that you are supported by mighty divine forces, then in that relaxation, you can suddenly receive the insights and guidance you need that will help you find the positive solutions that allow for abundance to flow into your life. But you can't find these positive solutions when your mind is frantically worried. You just can't do it. You just can't find them. So what then should we hand over to spirit? Well, let me ask you this question. Which areas of your life are you willing to relinquish control over so they instead can blossom into their highest divine potential? Whatever you withhold from spirit, you do so because you lack faith that spirit, which is the power that can heal anything, can actually help you. So instead you believe that you better try to control this part of your life yourself, which of course is madness because whichever aspects of our lives we try to control ourselves, We deny this part of our lives to be helped, guided and supported by the same divine intelligence that created our whole universe. Instead, we think we do a better job ourselves. Now, after a while, we may start to realize that this isn't so smart. So we then might try to use spirit to help us achieve our goal. So we now bring spirit to our fantasy or what we think we want, trying to use the universe as our own personal genie, granting us all our wishes. And that's not quite what spirit would have us do. 
I know I've tried to do this many, many times myself and it never ends well. When you try to bring spirit to your fantasies or what you think you want, then you're trying to make the ego solutions or what it feels you need in order to be happy real for you. But when you instead hand over all these solutions, all the fantasies and wishes to spirit, then spirit can guide you to that which is in alignment with the highest good, which is in alignment with divine will. And now you'll be led to the visions and the dreams that are from this divine will that are in alignment with your soul, with your purpose for being here, where you share from your inner peace and love and gifts and joy to others instead of trying to use the universe to give you what the ego feels it needs in order for you to be happy. And that's, that's a massive difference. Imagine how much your life would transform when you hand over all areas of your life to spirit. So your relationships, your health, your past, your future, your dreams, your visions, your work, your business, you being of service. And as you hand them over, and you're willing to let spirit lead, you'll be guided to the path the universe has planned for you, a path your soul has planned for you, a path where you are sharing your light and your love and your happiness and your soul gifts in the way you were born to do. And as you take that first step of handing it all over to spirit, the whole power of the universe is immediately put into action to help you on your path. Imagine that. Imagine how that will help you, how that will give you wings to fly, how that will support you and sustain you and nourish you to have the faith that the whole power of the universe is here to help you be all that you're meant to be, express all that you're meant to express, share all that you're meant to share. That is the power of letting spirit lead. Thank you so much for listening today. And if you'd like to listen to some guided meditations that will help you let spirit lead, then visit cecilwilliams.com slash letspiritlead. There you're also going to find an introductory video to an online training called Let Spirit Lead in Your Work and Business. And this introductory video will share with you some of the magical ingredients that you need in order to let spirit lead. Now this transformational training has just opened and will be open for a short while only. So if you like to let spirit lead in your life, in your work and in your business, then head over to cecilwilliams.com slash letspiritlead. Sending you lots of love until our next week's episode. Bye bye everyone. Bye bye.